Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations, before the mountains were born, before you brought forth the whole world. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. I greet you tonight, sisters and brothers, with Jesus' joy. And certainly we celebrate the Lord Jesus who has made a way for so many of us in all of our lives through the years, and we are so, so grateful. We're also grateful to have with us tonight Reverend Eleanor Dixon Hobbs, who is a member of our church, a part of our church family, and she has consented to be here with us tonight to lead us, and for that we are grateful, and we ask her to come now and lead us as the Lord has led her. Reverend Eleanor. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Lane. Thank you for this opportunity to intercede on behalf of myself and certainly for the people of God and certainly to our esteemed and dearly beloved pastor emeritus, Pastor Floyd Harold Flake, and to your entire family. And to you, the faithful, unrelenting, travailing saints of God, I greet you tonight with the joy of Jesus Christ. And I will confess tonight that I am addicted to these nightly prayer calls. (laughs) Amen. And I can pretty much count the number of nights that I've missed coming on the line since we started in 2020. And that is because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that prayer works. And I know that prayer changes things. And I also know that nothing happens until somebody prays. Amen. And so we come tonight because we believe that as a result of our time spent in prayer, something is about to happen. Would you agree with me tonight? Amen. And so tonight I want to share with you just three verses of scripture that have been a blessing to me, and I pray that they will be a blessing to you as well. The book of Acts, the ninth chapter, verses 32 through 34. And I'm going to be reading out of the English Standard Version of the Bible, Acts 9, 32 through 34. And it reads, now as Peter went here and there among them all, he came down also to the saints who lived at Lydda. And he found there a man named Emmaus, who was bedridden for eight years, and he was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Rise and make your bed. And immediately he arose. And tonight as we gather for prayer, I want to encourage someone on the line tonight to make your bed. When we look at this ninth chapter, we learn that the church was on the move and that it was experiencing expansion, and it was experiencing growth. And Peter was also on the move, and the Bible says that he visited the Lord's people in Lydda. And it is there in Lydda that the Bible says that Peter found a man named Aeneas. It's interesting that the Bible says that Peter found him, because to find would imply that this paralyzed man was somehow lost. But this is not the case because the Greek word here for paralyzed or for lost, excuse me, means or is translated 
to find or simply to come upon after searching. In other words, Peter was on the hunt. He was looking and he was trolling to find someone that he could strengthen and encourage. And the Bible says that he found what he was looking for. He found a paralyzed man by the name of Aeneas. And what this text seems to suggest to us symbolically and metaphorically is that no matter what condition we find ourselves in, and no matter where we are, God can always find us. Amen. And that's good news. We are never, ever lost. And so Peter finds Aeneas, a man who had been paralyzed for eight years. And we don't know how he became paralyzed. All we know is that he lived in Lida and that he had been paralyzed for eight years. Eight years of standing still. Eight years of being incapacitated. Eight years of lying on his back and looking up at the ceiling. And while we know that he was paralyzed physically, we can also make the assumption that he was paralyzed mentally because physical uh, uh, impediments sometimes can affect us mentally. And so for eight years, this man was powerless. This was his label and this was his status in life, paralyzed. In other words, he had become invisible to society He was quite possibly hidden and lost. And when you think about it, what a tragedy after living a life of mobility to suddenly lose it, to have mobility and then to lose it can be devastating. Loss overall can be devastating. To have money and then to lose it, devastating. To have good health and then to lose it, devastating. To have a job and then to lose it, devastating to have fallen in love and then to have lost it, devastating. It's one thing to have never had, but it's another thing to have had it and then to have lost it. I know firsthand the devastation of loss, but thank God that God is the God of hope and that he gives us hope even in the midst of our devastation. And so after eight years of being paralyzed, here comes Peter, to give Aeneas hope. And isn't that just like our God? When we have come to the end of our rope, God steps in with hope. Just when we are about to throw in the towel, here comes hope from God. Just when we are about to lose it, here comes hope. And so no matter what you're going through in this season, God wants you to have hope and God wants you to be hopeful. And so Peter found Aeneas who had been paralyzed for eight years. And he says to him simply, Jesus Christ heals you. Rise and make your bed. And the Bible says immediately he got up. And tonight, for those of you who have become paralyzed by your circumstances and even lying on your bed of affliction, I've come tonight to say rise and make up your bed. Rise up from your paralyzed state. Rise up from low thinking. Rise up from feeling sorry for yourself. Rise up from living in the past. Rise up from hurt feelings. Rise up from a bad relationship and make your bed. 
when I think about making the bed, there's something powerful about making your bed. I recently woke up and I was a bit late for work. And because I was running late, I did not make my bed. And can I tell you that I always make my bed? (laughs) But when my daughter got up and she saw that my bed was not made up, she immediately came down to my office and she said, is everything okay, mom? And I said, yes, why? And she said, I'm not accustomed to seeing your bed unmade. So I was just wondering if everything is okay. And so I want to suggest to you tonight that there is something empowering about a made-up bed. Amen? A made-up bed signals that you're up for the day. It signifies that you're, getting, that you're not getting back into the bed right now. And it also means that your day has started and you can say good morning. Amen? Making your bed is a sign of finality. It's a sign that you're finished lying in your bed and that, you're, and that you've made up your mind that you're going to get up. And so it signifies that no more will I lie in my bed, but I am up and I am ready for the day. And so Peter told this man to do something that he had not been able to do for eight years to make up his bed. And tonight as we're closing in on the close of the Advent season. And as we're looking toward the new year, a new year that we pray that God will uh, be with us and that we'll be able to put COVID behind us, a year that we are believing God that we'll be able to put political division behind us, a year that we're believing that racism is going to be behind us and violence is going to be behind us, a year where we can move forward again. Amen. And so tonight we pray. We pray for forward movement. We pray that we would forget those things that lie behind us and that we would press forward toward the mark. And we pray tonight that the crooked paths in our lives will be made straight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for straightening up the crooked paths in our lives. And we come against those things that have paralyzed us and those things that have us bound, addictions and alcoholism and vaping. God, we come against them by the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you. And we pray, God, that your favor would rest upon us. And we pray that you would bless us a thousand times more than we are already blessed in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray for great health. We, we pray for incredible finances and we pray for peace and longevity. We thank you, God, and we pray against sickness and diseases of the body and of the mind. We come against it by the blood of Jesus. And God, we pray tonight for our sons and we pray tonight for our daughters. We pray, oh God, that they would become the righteous oaks that you have called them to be. We pray, oh God, that they would be trees planted by rivers of living water in the name of Jesus. And we pray, God, that their roots would grow deep in Jesus' name. And we pray, Lord, that they would flourish in all things. God, we thank you that you're bringing the right people into their lives and even into our lives in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for like-minded people, 
people who love God and people who have a relationship with you. God, we just thank you for this in, in advance. We thank you, God, that uh, you're bringing people into our, our, our young people's lives that will be people of integrity in the name of Jesus. And God, we come against uh, falsehood and false motives and, and, and plans of destruction in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray that uh, you would grant us wisdom and understanding that we would be like, like the sons of Issachar, that we would know the way and that we would have uh, uh, the ability to discern the seasons in Jesus' name. And God, we thank you for peace and harmony in our jobs and in every uh, uh, area of our lives. We thank you, God, that there's peace, that there's harmony. Uh, we come against every plan and every plot of the enemy in the name of Jesus, for we know that the enemy comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And we know, God, that your word says that we are not ignorant toward the devices of the devil. We know his plans. And so, God, we come against them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we nullify every plan that the devil has for evil, oh God. We cancel his plans and we cancel his assignments against our lives. And we come against the spirit of confusion. We come against the spirit of lack. We come against the spirit of lack of confidence. We come against the spirit of harassment and racism and intimidation and hostility in the name of Jesus. And God, we just thank you tonight that we have the victory in all things. We thank you, God, that we are not deceived by the, uh, by the ungod and by, uh, and by the enemy. And we pray, God, in the name of Jesus, like wax that melts before the fire, that our enemies will melt before our God. And so, God, we thank you that your plans for us are good and not of evil. We thank you, God, your plans are to give us a hope and an expected end. And so we praise your name tonight, oh God, that we're no longer lying on our bed of affliction, oh God, but we have made up our mind that we are getting up in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God. We thank you for the plans that you have for us. We thank you for the good places that every place that our feet trod, uh, uh, that you will give us the territory, that you will give us the land in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you that uh, uh, we, we have made room for you in our hearts, oh Lord. Uh, this has been a tough two and a half years, oh God. And uh, many have fallen away and some have become lukewarm, but we thank you, oh God, that today, tonight, you are turning things around for us in the name of Jesus. Uh, God, you're turning the hearts and the minds of your children back to you, oh God. And I pray, oh God, that uh, we would have a thirst and a hunger for you, oh God, and that we would be able to strengthen that which remains in us in the name of Jesus. And so, God, we ask in Jesus' name that you would just encourage us in our spirit, oh Lord, that you would just encourage us in our heart in the name of Jesus. God, we, we, we thank you for increase and we thank you for favor. God, we pray favor over uh, the greater Allen Cathedral, oh God. God, what a spectacular place, oh God. God, we thank you for uh, the demonstration of your power this Sunday, oh God, uh, in the dance ministry and in bringing the people back. And God, we just believe tonight in the name of Jesus that it was symbolic of the people that are going to come back 
from the north, the south, the east, and the west in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you for increase. We thank you for for financial increase uh, for our church family. Uh, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for increase of those who will labor alongside of Pastor Elaine uh, to get the work done. God, we just thank you. We ask that you would just continue to bless our church family, continue to bless the members of our family in Jesus' name. God, we just thank you in advance for this time that we have come together. We thank you in advance for this time to pray. We thank you, God, in advance for every prayer need that has been met. And God, if we fail tonight to call anybody's uh, prayer request or to uh, uh, speak specifically to their need, God, do not allow them to get off this line tonight without knowing that you heard their prayers, that you have heard their cries, that you, oh God, are attentive to the righteous. Oh God, we thank you in advance for all that you have do. We thank you in advance for all that you're going to do. It's in the matchless and the mighty name of Jesus Christ that we pray and that the people of God say amen and amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. What a blessing it is to be able to know to know that Jesus is uh, attentive to our cry, that Jesus is attentive to the desires of our heart. The Word says that he will perfect those things that concern us. The Word says that he will uh, be our rear guard and our front guard and that he will make a way. And we stand on that Word. We stand on that promise. And we want to thank Reverend Eleanor for being with us tonight and for reminding us that our God is able, our God is very, very present and continues to move in our midst. And, yes, we do intend to take up, make up our beds, not take them up, make them up and walk and, um, and just be prepared for the next because we do know that there's always a next as long as there's life in our bodies, as long as God is God, there's always a next. And we believe that the next is greater than it um, than than the present. Amen. We claim that in Jesus' name. So, <clears throat> again, we pray that your night will be blessed. We pray that you will sleep peacefully and that your day tomorrow will be filled with the presence of God. Uh, we hope that you will join us at 8 o'clock tomorrow night as we continue in prayer. Again, thank you, Reverend Eleanor. Thank all of you who have joined us, and we pray that you will indeed remember that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Good night, and God bless. Amen. Good night, and God bless.